Hey, let's go answer the bell, huh? If we just know what we're doing, work at it, and concentrate and do it. Let's go, fellas! Well, hello, friends. Welcome into another episode of the Patriots Podcast. I'm Sean here with Ryan and JJ. Hello. Little hello, friends. Jim Nance call out. Uh, we we haven't been been on the horn for for a bit now. We've been in our hiatus, our spring break, if you will. Uh, lots lots has been going on. Patriots, not too many big splashes. We want to talk about free agency, who got added, who got lost, uh, everything that's going on around the league. But first, uh, a piece of news that happened about a month ago, but we want to make sure to touch on it. Devin McCourty, all time Patriots great, uh, future Patriots Hall of Famer, number thirty two, mm-hmm. decides to hang it up one year after his brother, Jason McCourty. Uh, Right from the get-go, I was not pleased with the draft pick. I was like, of course, Belichick's taking a Rutgers guy because he's friends with Greg Schiano, and we just traded away the pick that became Des Bryant, Mm -hmm. who was my favorite player in that year's draft. This is 2010. I was in a dorm room freaking out. Um, Devin McCourty goes on to have a better career than Des Bryant. He was... Uh, a top yep. two safety in the NFL for a good spell and, and certainly upper half of the league uh, as a safety for the majority of his career. Yeah, quite a while. He was all pro as a cornerback as a rookie. Transitions to safety. We're all freaking out. Why do you give up a great cornerback to make a, a pretty good safety? And then he, he has an elite career at that position, not to mention all the leadership. Three Super Bowl rings. I don't even know how many Pro Bowls. Probably like four, probably deserved eight. Uh, but mm-hmm. all-time Patriots great. Devin McCourty hangs it up. JJ, how, how did this one hit you? It was, um, you know, we've kind of been expecting it with him for, you know, the past couple of years it could have happened. I'm, I'm happy for him. I think, you know, it's always great to see a guy retire, walking away from the game um, under their own control, their own power. You know, he could have played again. I think we would probably all be in agreement um, in saying, you know, he probably he definitely lost a step last year from his normal, you know, spot or uh, athleticism or however you want to call it, playability. But he was solid. He had a couple really good games this year still throughout it all. Um, as you said, three Super Bowl, three-time Super Bowl champ. He was so good that he got billed to bring in his twin brother in the last couple of years. And just a great player great great patriot lifetime patriot like you said he's gonna make the patriots hall of fame i think he's on the you know a little bit outside the circle of the pro football fame but who knows maybe after enough time maybe people reflect back on that he was better in you know there was there's so many good safeties through the league while he played you know you think of ed reed immediately comes to mind um you know palomalu was a little before him but still there Earl Thomas, uh, the guys in Seattle, yeah, yeah Earl Thomas. So uh, you know, so it's like he kind of got lost in the mix over the years, but he was always just one of our best defenders year in year out. You mentioned how he was great in the locker room, and it's funny, yeah. You mentioned the switch to cornerback. I remember that. What was that two thousand ten? Two thousand ten. He was a rookie as a corner, and then eleven. Okay, so two thousand eleven, yeah. and he switched. And I don't remember. I, th- I can't remember who was that. Was the year we got Lee? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's the Lee Bodden year. We got him, so we thought we were good in cornerback. And actually, um, Devin, we were all expecting to make this massive jump to be like the number one shutdown corner in the league or up there. And he didn't really – I remember those first five or six games, he kind of struggled on the outside facing the number ones. 
and we had a massive hole at safety, which it turned into a massive hole throughout the whole secondary for two years. Um, McCordy goes there to kind of patch up the spot, and we're like, okay, I guess he's going to fill in the spot for a little bit here, but we were all saying, yeah, all pro cornerback, and then he ends up staying there for his career and just having – an excellent career there. Who knows what yeah, would happen to quarterback? So it's kind we of a, it was a funny turn of fate there. Uh, we we drafted Rosie Dowling. <laughs> Remember him? I mean, I don't even think he ever really played a snap. Yeah, uh, that's I right. Yeah. Playing anything that mattered. But uh, yeah, you can't replace a guy like that. Uh, 12, 13 years, high level every year. Even last year, played at a high, at a, at a fairly high level. Definitely not the same with the with the foot speed. Um, just you know, plant plant and drive. His his burst was a little bit declining. Um, still would have been good to have him back for another year, and I, definitely a Patriots uh, Hall of Famer, borderline, um, borderline NFL Hall of Famer. But three Super Bowls uh, rings, three Super Bowl championships. I think. That that is definitely a boost in his stock, but the two all the two mm-hmm. Pro Bowls, I don't know. I mean, you don't really see guys with two Pro Bowls get in. He had three second team All Pros, I believe, and that's you know, that's that's something. That's a lot. Well, and you know the thing about Pro Bowls well, too, like the last two years, they've completely made a mockery of the whole thing. You know what I mean? So it's like, what is it? Does it? I don't know how it's going to affect things going forward. Didn't. Like Mac Jones made it his first year. That was yeah, arguable. What's his name made this Tyler Huntley, uh, Ravens quarterback? The backup quarterback. Tyler Huntley. No, no. Who was just bad. Like it wasn't I even mean, like, it, like Pro Bowls are like an overrated you know? all-star yeah. game. But um and then if I think if you're going into the Super Bowl, you can't I don't know if you can even be selected. You're not even eligible. So I mean there are multiple years there. You're not eligible. You're not even eligible. So I mean there are multiple years there No, you can get you can get you elected, selected, but you, can't, but you play. can't play so they replace you. That's why. And that's why you get a bunch of other people, and then people opt out. It's Ooh. a whole thing. Yeah, it's weird that he got three second team All Pros, so he was top four two Pro Bowls. in the yeah, NFL as a safety, but not it's like stupid. top six as a yeah. Pro Bowler. Yeah, just dumb. It's <laughs> a, that is a funny little. Yeah, that's a, well, it's just it's all politics. Ridiculous. People don't like the Patriots, and uh, well, and it, then they turned it to well. See, the other thing. This is another big thing about McCordy and Pro Bowls. I think it was during his tenure or right before where they changed the whole voting process to make it somewhat fan, like 50% fan based. Remember that it used to be, they could not, everyone could vote or whatever. And then I think in, I don't know, it was somewhere between 2008 and 2011 where it was just opened up and you could go online and you could vote and you know, you could sit there and just click it a thousand times. So that's why you would always see players in the past 10 years where it's like, they didn't have a good season. They just had a good name versus, you know, I don't know, early 2000s, uh, you know, 90s. Really cool about this, it was like the best players seemed well to be voted is, in. Yeah. I think he's immediately moved into like a, a broadcast type of role, and he's breaking news already um, about Patriots signings and getting a little shit from Adam yeah. Schefter and yeah, all those guys. with the Patriots, right? And, um, you know. And he's given serious opinions yeah, too. He's not sugar. Should be curious to, to hear what he has to say it's about nice Belichick nice in the it. coming years, because you know, you look around the league. Some guys who have left, Asante Samuel, right now won't shut his damn mouth for two minutes. You know, and uh, it's just like, you know, you won Super Bowls here. 
So why don't you quit bitching for five minutes? I don't know. This guy, he's like obsessed with Belichick, man. <laughs> well, yeah, some people feel that way. But uh, yeah, Devin McCourty hangs it up. He, uh, twin brother, Jason McCourty, well-documented. Jason came out mm-hmm. after his junior season, was a seventh-round pick, went on to excel for the Titans. Devin spent one more year in school, came out as a senior, first-round pick. They both played you know it's, 13 seasons. You know it's really crazy? Crazy. Um, all four cool years stuff. at Rutgers, Devin McCourty played 13 games a season, which is basically it's, it's every game. In New England, I think he missed like – Four or five games. He played 205 games. 205 games started. I'm, I'm looking at his career number 16, 14, 16, 15. He's, he's never played less than 14 games in an, in an NFL season. It's fucking incredible how durable he was. Um, just really dependable. A leader that you really can't replace, too, in the yep. locker room. And they, the Patriots brought back Matthew Slater, it looks like, which is... Some, which had to be a culture thing when they literally found out. Because Matthew Slater on the podium, when on his last podium, he was balling, talking about, you know, his football journey and everything. It was like, oh, this guy's definitely retiring. Yeah. Good segue. Yeah. Thanks for the segue. So, uh, Patriots in free agency, they've added some people, they've lost some people, but they, the, the majority of what they've been working on is retaining guys that were on the team last year. Top of the list, Matthew Slater, Jonathan Jones got extended. We're really happy about that. Jalen Mills looked like he was out the door. He's back in. Yeah, weird move there. What was that? They gave him more money and uh, took a year off his yeah, deal? Yeah, I don't know. It was some cap chicanery. Um, but there there are some vez- veteran presences right there. Um, some of the other moves... On offense, basically, Jacoby Myers leaves, goes to Las Vegas. Juju Smith-Schuster comes in. They both have, at least nominally, the same dollar amounts and years on their contract. A little yeah. bit different structure on both of them. And then uh, also a swap on offense. We trade Jonu Smith, offload that contract, take a big old, big old fat pill, the dead cap money. Uh, but then we go I out and you. sign Mike mm-hmm. Kosicki to an, an incentive-laden deal. So... Ryan, does do you think this is an upgrade? Oh, Those two guys out the door, these two I mean, guys in the Johnny Smith a, hasn't been one doing up, jack one down. Yeah. What do you and, think? And the the <laughs> amount of money he was making <laughs> was what is like twelve, thirteen dollars more than Gasicki's going to be making for a one year deal. It's like almost no risk there. I think there's a max incentive of up to nine million dollars for Gasicki, but whatever. I mean, it's only one year. Um, the Myers for Smith Schuster trade. Not trade, but, you know, um, trade off. I am in favor of, I think Smith-Schuster is a better player. Um, if you just look at the touchdown numbers alone, it's it's a joke. Um, Jacoby Myers is a good player, and he's homegrown, and there's something to be said about keeping homegrown talent in the building. Um, they're both the same age. I think they're both 26. Maybe there's, like, a couple months difference in it, but... Um, Schuster's been Smith Schuster's been a more productive player. Now, I don't give a shit about his TikTok, um, all the antics he he does. That's I've never really liked him from afar, but he's a good productive player. He's a big slot, um, so it's interesting. 
how, if they use him outside, I don't, I don't know, but um, yeah, I think so. I think it's a like win, and it's not a hell of a lot of this, money either. This alternative. It's, Definitely, you know, it's got sixteen million guaranteed Definitely. there over the course of three years. It's not a long-term commitment. It's it's. That's what Aguilar yeah. got for two years. Joke. In terms Which of guarantees. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. I mean, I think Sh- uh, Smith Schuster, I like his game. Um, I do agree with Ryan. I think he at least has the more potential to be the better player. Like, he had that 1,400-yard season, I think his second year, and then he had another big season. And last year he did pretty good. I mean, he, you know, there's a lot of talent in the Kansas City team. Obviously, they won the Super Bowl. So how much of that was – you know, scheme or his talent, I don't, I don't know. But I'm happy that they got him. My, you know, the two things I think about is he was a free agent last year. He went on a one-year deal to um, Kansas City last year, which was almost a proof of deal. It was like, what, 9 or $10 bucks a year? And it's like, if you liked him so much, we had money then. Why didn't you go after him then? You needed to see this year on Kansas City with Andy Reid to be like, oh, he can do it. I don't know. That is odd to me. Um, but you know, in the way Jacoby left, it's like the same money. I know it's more incentive laden for, um, uh, Juju. Juju, but it's kind of, it, you know, how does that leave the players in the locker room feeling? We know he was a big guy for Mac and all this stuff. He definitely had his mistakes, his mental mistakes, obviously last year where he had the Oakland Raider game, which was just unbelievable i mean you can't you're not gonna cut a guy because of that but like you should you got to know better and then there was definitely a lot of penalties throughout the year i remember where he was in critical moments lined up off sides or um you know jumped off sides or lined up incorrectly and there was there was a few of those that you don't want to see from you know a veteran guy so maybe that attributed to him not getting the money i don't know i kind of feel like you could have signed them both and then yeah, I know it's a lot of money, but I think they're going to draft a guy. But hmm. they, we need another receiver. You know, it's like we have Parker, we have him, we have Bourne, hmm. and we have Thornton. So you have four. If you have any, but yeah. there's nothing behind that. I think the what the fifth round Trey pick, Nixon, yeah, the seventh yeah. round pick, whatever his name is, Trey Nixon or something. And I, th- I like Gasecki. I think he got kind of boned last year. In you know them getting Tyreek Hill, they have Waddle. So, I mean, two years before that, he had 700 yards. We all know how much I wanted to get rid of Jonu Smith. I thought cutting him was the greatest thing. And not only – did you notice when they did it? We didn't mention that. They did it the first day of free agency. Boom. It was like one of the first moves we did was offload fucking Jonu Smith, which is, that shows that they were What was done. the seventh-round pick for him? Just take him, please. You know, that's that's what that was. Seventh-round um, pick. Yeah, it was nothing. And for the Falcons, please, I mean, now I'll they take a bag of fucking nothing. Just pass catching, pass catching tight ends, right? Um, I don't know if he's a tight end anymore. Well, he, I don't know what he's going to he do. Played, he was, he played his best football in Tennessee with Arthur Smith as the sense. offensive coordinator. No, it was another right. head coach right. um, in Atlanta that I didn't really understand. We let Damian Harris go to Buffalo on a one-year deal, so I don't know. I don't see yeah. the number here. Yeah. Uh, but I just see one year, and then we signed. It's not. It's minimal, right? I think it's so like we signed three million, and it's, we replace him with yeah, James Robinson, who I like. Apples, you know, yeah. I like James Robinson. He's fine. I really like Damian Harris, though. You know, I know there's there's not been a lot of like 
big time production, but when he's been healthy, he's been in there. I, I love the way he runs still. I think he could be really good in, in Buffalo. Um, James, James Robinson's bounced around last year a little bit. I know he had a big year a couple years ago. I want to say he was undrafted or he was, yeah, for Jacksonville. And he took, whose job did he take in Jacksonville? That was pretty good. Oh, and I think we were all kind of surprised about it. But they gave him two years worth $8 million. Yeah, they gave him two years worth of eight Shoot, million. It'll come to us. And I don't know. I kind of would have rather give Damien two years eight million. I don't know. I kind of would have rather give Damien two years eight million. Without a doubt. Seems pretty ridiculous. Yeah, it's a wild move. James right? Robinson went. He got traded to the he Jets mid year last year, yeah. and then basically didn't play for the Jets. And the the Jets were down there starting. Brees Hall was injured for the season. They bring in James Robinson, and then he couldn't get on the field. Like, and then. Right, Damian Harris. Both both of those guys have had a, a a modicum of an injury history, but when Damian Harris is on the field, he's he's a presence. I mean, twenty twenty when Cam Newton was a quarterback, we've Damian Harris was the best skill position player on that team. How by many far. times he was did the you only say, thing they did well? Like, I think it was a year and a half. He ago. was, uh, yeah, the earliest or the latest. Um, he's our best player on offense. You know. Yeah. It was yeah. like him or on Wenu. It was like take your pick. But those are the two guys. Right. And now he had, you know, an off year because of injury mm. and we ditch him and and we go for this other guy first. Which he had a thousand yard season, which I'm sure I remember him being good in that season. Um, but hasn't done anything since. He's been hurt. I think he had an ACL injury or Achilles injury or something serious. And I, I just don't get it. And I, I feel like that signing is more the story of the whole free agency period where, you know, we, we spent a lot of money in tiny increments that added up to real, real dollars over, but for people that don't make a difference, you know, like non fact, you don't know, move the needle. how many freaking yeah, don't move the needle. Like, okay, you know, you want to tell me He's that not. Calvin Anderson can He's be not. something. I know he was an under, that's the tackle we signed for a couple of year deal. He's, He's not, but you know, maybe, maybe he could be something. Riley Reef, we know, is super freaking old, but he might be able to start. I don't know. People said they were surprised that he even came back. But then there's players like the punter, who we gave some money. We re-signed Joe Cordona as the old, you know, the most expensive long snapper in NFL history. It's like okay for a million, you know, whatever. I guess that's a million bucks. And then we signed Chris Board to an actual deal. He's a linebacker who only does special teams. Um, you know, we re-signed Cody Davis and Bill talks about him like he's this absolute game changer. He's on the pl- the field for like eight plays a game and you never see his, you never really see him. Yadney can juice another swing tackle. Like they didn't, he couldn't play all year. They didn't want him to play. He could have played. We had to bring in McDermott off the street to start over him. And we get him back. Malk, Mac Wilson, it's like there were so many linebackers out there. Carl Davis is okay. You can make an argument for him. McMillan wasn't much. Ference, you know, it's like there's all these guys that don't do anything, and you add all that money up, and it's like we could have fucking got another real player or two. And I know you have to fill a roster and everything, but that's what draft picks are yeah. for. Our dra- what happened to draft picks being special teams? This, this team has 74 guys signed right now, plus 11 draft picks. And the maximum you can hold is 90 people. There, Right, so we're right there. We're not going to do any undrafted guys. Yeah, they're loaded. Which is 
who you put at special teams because they make nothing. Yeah. So I don't really under, I mean, we all talked about while this was going on, you know, we were trying to do The reason we took so long is we were trying to do a show. We were really busy. And also the free agency signings on a side note, were pissing us all off where we were like, fuck this. You know, it's, it, they spent so much money on random things and they let some good guys walk. I mean, I'm happy they released Jake Bailey, but you know, some of them, you know, I was happy with them re-signing Jabril Preppers, Jonathan Jones. That was great. I don't understand the linebackers and why we just are super, Bill, super happy with them being mediocre. I know Devin White just asked for a trade. I'd love to get a player in like that. Me and Ryan were talking about that. He didn't really agree with me, but you know, I don't get I, I don't get some of the moves. We yeah. we spent a I, I agree ton of money on that. little pieces that don't do anything. They don't even have potential to do anything. Like we what are the special so many, teamers gonna do? We have They're so not gonna many. get Chris on the field. Board They're like veteran like special teamers. You know what I mean? Teams players in the league we have so many guys you could say that about oh it's one of the better special teams yeah but he takes up a roster spot for someone that could play defense and special teams you know what i'm saying like if you can't do a little bit of both if you can't play your actual position and you're only on the field for you know eight five to eight percent of the snaps and you know you're taking up a roster spot for someone that could help you on defense and offense and we need those players to Get a little deep, you know, get some more talent in here. The Jonathan Jones one surprised me. I wasn't expecting him to come back, but uh, two years, $20 million. It's reasonable. Only 13 guaranteed. I was really happy with the Jabril Peppers one. Um, I think he's a good player. Uh, I don't think he, you know, he got embarrassed a little bit on special teams last year. A couple bonehead mistakes. I think there's something, something in there. Um, I was shocked when we released Jalen Mills because I thought he could he could be a free safety. He could be your, your deep-lying safety. He could do some corner work. He can help in the slot. I, he's a versatile player. He could do a lot of different things. And to bring him back, um, I, I don't know. That's really weird, isn't it, to, to release him and then bring him back for 6.1? What, do you save a year there and a couple bucks? Um I like what they did overall defensively. It's nothing. Yeah. Well, back on that right. Like, yeah, why I didn't mean, they, they have want a lot of money year. coming off the books after this year? Right. So maybe they're going to make a big run at someone. I, don't... I know, but, but we've been saying that for like three years, right? You know, it's like. Two years ago, we made, we had a ton of money. We spent a bunch of it, and then this year we had a ton of money. We had a good amount of money this year. We were like top what like, six, top eight in the league. Yeah, sitting around. You need what? Granny always said what five or six mil for a drafting. Yeah, I think yeah, it's I something like that. And then they like to carry about five. A lot into of the these season. teams have no cap value and they have picks. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I thought the Saints had no money. I thought the Saints had no money, and they, they signed, like, ten guys. They never do. They, they restructured Michael Thomas. They brought back – they brought in – Literally. For big money. Dude, they signed the quarterback. What's his name? They brought back Winston, too, which is like, okay, you brought, you brought in a free agent quarterback, paid a shitload for him, and you brought back Jameis Winston? Yeah, I don't know. The cap has become, like, such a, such a fucking – 
weird, malleable, I don't know, idea. It's like, well, you can just push the money back 10 years, and or it's like four years, I think, right? It's Something like that, yeah. Three or four you, you calendar a bunch years. Of, a bunch of void years at the end of it. Yeah, the the Patriots have chosen to build their roster in the middle where they don't have a they don't have anybody that's super high priced. I think Judon is number one on the cap list. Yeah. And his hit is with eighteen. And then Hunter Henry and mm-hmm. then Trent Brown, uh, all the way down to twelve. And then they, they have a ton of guys in that like three, two and a half to to seven range where a lot of teams are built top heavy, where they have big numbers at the top and then they just fill it in with if- like Rookie contracts, they're planning on using that money they freed up for that second year to lock up some of the guys that are expiring, like uh, like a Kyle Duggar, like uh, like a Uche on Wenu. On Wenu, those are the three guys I would. Uche. I mean, if you lose those guys, then you have a script. Those are your foundational pieces. If you lose, a, I would say you need to at least resign two of those guys. Really, really three, because those are. Your best young players, those guys right there. You lose those guys, and you are a fucking bottom feeder team. No doubt. So they they got plenty of resources to to bring them back. It's it's a willingness on both sides to get those deals done. Um, and then let's transition the, the the big story that's going around that's making a bunch of headlines right now. Mac Jones in New England. He's unhappy. Belichick's unhappy with him. Then it's like he's at he was on the trade block. Then it's like no, he wasn't on the trade block. And then it's he's at the facility every day. But oh, there's still some static with him and the coaching staff. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he he's their number I mean, one quarterback un- unless they want to make a Lamar Jackson plunge. But that they purposely that's embarrassed a whole him last that's year. That's a whole different like, story. They. Literally embarrassed him on purpose last year with the people they surrounded him by, what they did to him in that Zappy game where, you know, he's getting booed and they're calling for Zappy and they they really played, they played games with him and they, they poked him and yeah, he could have avoided the guys from Alabama because he was like, I don't know what to fucking do here. And I mean, you want to trade him for that? Go ahead and trade him. I, I just, I don't know what you expected. Like, yeah, there was some things that were on him. Some of the, the back foot throws, and it wasn't a good season. But this is the year. If we don't see, you know, we brought in Bill O'Brien. If you don't see massive improvement this year, don't pick us, pick up his option or do and trade him. Whatever you want to do. But, you know, I see it from both sides, and I don't – I don't get the feeling that you're ever. I don't really think you'd ever win a Super Bowl with Mac Jones, uh, unless your roster is significantly better than this, and your and your coaching is bulletproof. And right now we're a long way from both those things. Yeah. So. No, I mean I I agree. I think, you know, to me the biggest thing is like I I can't understand why Belichick. If if this stuff is true, you know you never know how much of it's true, but it, where there's smoke, there's fire. Especially with reports we've seen in the past, you know the Brady thing was was real, and we we never knew if that was true or not. So I don't know to what degree. We don't know what's being said in the building, but something here is true about the story. And the thing that makes me the most mad is is or disappointed is 
Bill. It's like, man, can't you get over this? Like, why can't you get over this? Is this kid that if he's that much of a piece of crap that you can't get over it? And it was such a big deal. And he was saying stuff, in the, you know, there were probably for it to be that big of a deal. You would expect there to be things behind the scenes that are said that are pretty bad. It's like he should be gone. It's like pull the trigger. You should have pulled the trigger, which I disagree with. I don't think that's, you know, I don't want to move on from him. But if it was that egregious, move on with from him. But it's like, you know, similar to the Malcolm Butler decision in the Super Bowl a few years ago, when Malcolm Butler now has said he still doesn't really get what happened. And like maybe and then, oh, maybe he'll come out with it. But like clearly whatever he did wasn't like so egregious that he could shouldn't have played. It's like that it's been covered up for so long and stuff. It's like, Bill, get it. Okay. That was one game. Now, as Ryan said, we all knew that Matt Patricia and Joe judge would royally fuck things up. And we all said at the beginning of the year, if Mac Jones sucked, it was likely due to the fact that his coaching was, you know, inept in every fucking way. He had a quarterback coach he hated and who didn't know anything about quarterbacking clearly Daniel Jones is the perfect example of that, as we've said many times. He just got a $40 million fucking dollar contract in two years ago at the end of that season. I don't think anyone wanted to touch him with a 10-foot pole, including the Giants. So that's what he did. And then Matt Patricia left a dumpster fire in Detroit, as we all know. So I think Bill needs to get over it. It's like, get over it, dude. If he's that bad, move on from him and make it known. But like this little piddle paddle of, Oh, you know, we're craft supporting him, but you know, Belichick and his camp might not be supporting him. Just let Bill O'Brien take care of the offense, you know, do what you need to do when you need to do it. But you know, throw the kid a fucking bone. He's what? 23 years old. All the time. And, and he's just as culpable. He's not saying anything. First of all, you drafted him, so it's on you. You, if you didn't scout him enough to the to the point, you knew his his personality. When you have all these Alabama ties, then that's on you. Second, you haven't set him up for success. You put shitty coaches around him, very fucking average talent, very average talent. Um, you changed the scheme like entirely for some reason who knows and then you refuse to put confidence in him at every turn you know oh you, belichick could dead this whole thing right now he gets in front of a mic and says mac jones is our quarterback we're moving on can't why can't you why can't you do that hey belichick who's Done. your starting quarterback oh everybody's gonna play like everybody's gonna play no we know we don't want to play giggle games with quarterback right like we don't want to play giggle games. You know what I'm saying? Giggle games. That's a good one. Yeah. Max, he's the best option. They still have three years of control, contractual control over him. He should be better with a legit coaching staff this year. They've got at least the same level, if not slightly, slightly improved yeah, slightly. weapons on this team. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's weird that the timing of, of everything coming out. Uh, maybe it's tied it's to slightly the other player part of movement. That worries me NFL. because other teams aren't slightly uh, getting better in our division. They're getting sig- our division, our conference. Yeah, everyone's making splashes, spending money, bringing in talent. Um, speaking of which, Aaron Rodgers committed to the Jets. Evidently, hasn't happened yet. 
deadline coming with with the draft approaching. It's got to happen pretty soon here. And then Lamar Jackson remains available. I mean, these are two premier quarterbacks, uh, certainly top 10 quarterbacks. One one of them is moving in our division, doing the Brett Favre thing. Uh, That's going to instantly make the Jets... But that still better. hasn't it's happened. Happen. I, do you, but do you guys think you're 100% like going to draft night? I don't really. I think it's hilarious that the Packers yeah. want to. I think it's pretty hilarious that it hasn't happened. Well, He's going to quit on you contest. by the playoffs. And then is he going to come back next year? I don't even think they want to play him. I don't think they want to play him. I feel like both teams have to. I don't know if he. I mean, they're going to try and get Jordan Love in there. If he's what are the Packers going to do? He's going to retire. He's not going to play for you, so you're not getting anything for him. If you're the Jets, I mean, you're not going with Zach Wilson after all this shit. You know, you lost Mike White. I mean, it's a good. It's a good roster, right? It's a really good roster. <laughs> Zach Wilson. If they have a quarterback, um, you know, and for Aaron Rodgers, he's going there. You want to play football? You want to win? The Jets are not a bad place to go right now, and you're making all – that's a lot of money to walk away from. What is it 50, 45, $50 million a year? That's insane. It's, insane. it's 50 on and then, average. Um, yeah, we can get to Lamar yeah. too, but yeah. Lamar one's crazy. Lamar's so weird. I mean, the, all the teams that should be interested are saying they're not interested. It's What's stupid. Atlanta doing? What's Washington doing? Indianapolis. They don't want to give him the guaranteed contract. Well, you think collusion? Collusion at the highest yeah, level? Then, then don't. I, I don't know. It's. I mean, there's definitely something going on because people usually, if Pat Mahomes was out right now, you think they wouldn't give him the guaranteed contract? Contract, right? I mean, I think he got himself hurt. I think he made some. You know, he should have came back. They said in the playoffs if he could have or whatever the whatever that situation was. I don't really know. I don't really care. But I mean, he should. I mean, he does, He's kind of also he screwing himself. He doesn't have an agent. Uh, I don't know how much that plays into this whole agent, thing. So he's doing this all on his own, and probably I don't know who's giving him advice, but he turned down a, a contract that. You're not doing I, I thought it was well good drug. money. Was it three years, a hundred something? I don't know exactly the numbers there, but right. But it wasn't all yeah. fully guaranteed. Like Guess what? No one in the NFL like gets that. fully guaranteed contracts. Like Deshaun, Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins, does. Dude, Cleveland. Good for him. Kirk He's Cousins probably got a great yeah. fucking agent, man. <laughs> I mean, deals. that's rare, though. You know, you look at every almost every free agency contract that's been signed this year. Tell me how many are fully guaranteed. I don't think any of them. I mean, yeah. And they're all small deals. They're but, not. And the other thing is, he's always injured. Plus million dollar deals. You know, how much do you want to play yeah. for? Pay for a guy that, when when the time comes to actually make a run, he's been hit so many times because he's fucking running so he's much. Hurt, yeah. And he's he's what is he five eleven like two hundred pounds? He's he's six three. He's six three. Wow, he's six three. He's got good height. Yeah, wow. he's, he just he's looks like so, six three. He just looks so he's probably two ten. You know? He's not. He does, but then when you see him without the shoulder pads on, you, he's. I didn't know he's, he's pretty muscled up under there. Uh, yeah, I just I love Lamar Jackson. I don't. I just feel you're talking about needle movers. 
that's a needle mover right there. That'll move your franchise in a different direction. Washington, yeah, so will you, if you want to do a hypothetical, would you want him to get him? him and a second or something like that? What would you pay for him? Well, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> I mean, that would be cool. I don't, I don't know if. I mean, the team's kind of constructed for it with the tight ends. That's that's why Baltimore was built that here. way. I mean, the, the offense was painful to watch, but the the people that caught balls for them were tight ends. And that's right. one of the strengths that, that we have right now. We're kind of built for it. I just I think it's such an advantage to have Mac Jones for three more years for a total of fifteen million dollars versus right. paying for Well, that's the whole thing we were sold on by Bill yep. Belichick was hey, we're spending a lot on the quarterback and now we're spending nothing on the quarterback and he's allegedly saying that he can't stand him. So it's like, okay, well, you got your cheap ass quarterback now. Give me a chance to get, get along with him. Lamar Jackson, but, even though I'm not the biggest fan of his, I like watching him. I think he's super entertaining, but is he going to win a Super Bowl? I don't see it. Um, I think he's in the... I think he belongs in the dome. That's why Atlanta yeah. or Indianapolis would be phenomenal for him. He's Imagine a needle mover, though. Playing, oh, and Indy would be ridiculous. Yeah, and he's playing. Have you even heard Miami thrown? Yeah, in the South Divisions, he's playing in good weather, good field conditions. That would be tremendous. But he remains available, and it uh, doesn't seem like anyone's biting. I haven't heard anything that seems substantial uh, from, from anyone. Sounds like he's – well, didn't the Ravens just sign Odell? They did, yeah. So they're saying that move was corresponding move to get Lamar. Yeah, I guess, I guess back. they have some sort of friendship relationship. But again, I don't think he's. What would you give up for? He's not the type of player that that fits Lamar's Could game. Could be any, anything. What, what would, would you the, do? I mean, the Patriots they would have to give up Mac Jones. You would have to. But what would you give up? Well, I would give up a seventh round pick and then move on. No, it, it would have to be Mac Jones and a first, and then probably a mid round pick to be like Mac yeah. a one and a five. Something like that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give. I wouldn't give. I don't really want to give up our four. What is it? Fourteen. We have Mac Jones in a second. I maybe package in some other stuff down the road, but I'm not giving up the first for him. Now, now with Mac Jones, I don't know what Mac Jones can do with proper talent around him and proper coaching. You know, I I was pretty excited about him after year one. Yeah. I mean, not much to talk about last year, but uh, yeah. I know we were all very excited and about. We him should be again even for Bill. This season. You remember what Bill said to, uh, going into training camp? He's like, "He looks great. He put in so much work. We're very excited." Yeah. <laughs> and then this fucking happens, and now there people want his head. I, I don't really understand it. I think it's it's all stupid. Yeah. Sounds like he's putting in the work again drama. this off season, from all reports, which is yeah. tremendous. Good, but uh, going back to just NFL wide free agency been a lot of deals it was kind of a, a weak free agent class outside was, some of the quarterback it deep, movement though. it wasn't it really like was it was underrated there's, there's pretty, a lot of pretty decent weak. players i thought yeah changing changing hands uh i wanted to get your guys opinion on what you thought were some of the best deals some of the worst deals i guess we could just pick one of each um i could start us off there there were some big money deals i mean like javon hargrave was a might have been the biggest money deal Four years, eighty-four million, mm-hmm. going to San Francisco, building, mm-hmm. uh, building that defensive line mm-hmm. up even further beyond where it already is. Mm-hmm. Got to kind of like that. I mean, they they paid, they paid a premium for him. He he might have been the best mm-hmm. defensive player on the Eagles last season, a, a dominant unit uh, that they had there. Big loss for the Eagles, but 
in terms of the best deals, you got to kind of look at some of the smaller money. I, I got a couple offensive guys. Yeah, I like that DJ Chark. Yep. I know it's only a one-year deal. But he goes to Carolina for a one-year, $5 million deal. He's a guy that's been playing yeah. with not the best quarterback talent for the majority of his career in Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence was coming on last year, obviously. But he goes to play with mm-hmm. whoever, probably the first overall pick mm-hmm. at quarterback. My money's on Bryce Young. Uh, but he's a guy that is right in the prime of his career. He's got a chance to to really light it up on a short deal. Uh, mm-hmm. re-enter yep. free agency next year. I think that's a good deal. And then mm-hmm. the other one I have is Jamal Williams, running back, who was really, really good for the Lions last year. And not just his performance on the field. He's great in the red zone. Great in the red zone. But he, uh, his attitude, he just seems like he is the, like the number one guy in the locker room. He's, he's bringing all the juice to the team. And he goes to the Saints. Three years, $12 million. Not big money. First two years guaranteed. But it just reminds me of a lot of those Saints teams where they would bring back mm-hmm. like Mark Ingram after he left to bring him back in Pierre Thomas type deal mm-hmm. where it's like a platoon running back, but a really good running back. So I think those two are highlights for best for me. Nice. Good choices. Um, I will say um, I just for the move for the team really is um, – Orlando Brown Jr. going to Cincinnati. They gave him a big deal. And just because, you know, they're invest, they continue to invest in Joe Burrow. And I think that's pretty cool. I think, you know, we're all kind of Joe Burrow fans a little bit anyways. And they've, you know, they've tried to put a lot of stuff into their offensive line last year and they continue to do it. I think he's a big, big left tackle um, that can help out. And I just think that was a smart, you know, what I don't know. I think Brown looked pretty good in the Super Bowl and through the playoffs. I don't really follow him closely, but he's he's considered still pretty good. I think it was a smart move by them, just still trying to invest in him and try and make yeah. the team go. I, think I have a few that I really don't like. Well, I don't really like that. I feel like How about one free agencies. Like, free agencies. I like you can Siki. pick a Patriots I, I guy. Like a fairly Siki. reasonable there. I think there's a lot of ones that are like. It's kind of like, eh, you're taking a chance on, on a guy, but there's so many I, I don't like. The the Bears uh, paying, shipping out Roquan Smith because they didn't want to pay him. And then they signed Tremaine Edmonds for $72 million. Like, you could have just kept Roquan. He's a better player. And they brought in another off-ball linebacker, TJ Edwards, who's who's got – I mean, they gave him a really good, I thought, fair deal, three years, $19.5 million. He was awesome for Philly last year. But now you're spending almost a what ninety million on two off ball linebackers. Are you even going to play with two off ball linebackers? I mean, the game has gone nickel and and, and dime and all these sub packages. Um, I I just don't know about that. That one to me was like, what the fuck are we doing? All right, um, good. I kind of like what the Lions are doing. Um, they got Okuda out of town. And that's just the trade. But um, they brought in Emmanuel Mosley, who I think is an awesome player. Um, for one year, he's coming off the injury with the Niners. He's just a really effective player when he's in there. I thought he was, I thought he was their best corner before he went down. They bring in um, Cameron Sutton from the Steelers. Three years, $33 million. Fairly, fairly decent money. He's still got a lot of time left in his legs. 
Um, they signed C.J. Gardner-Johnson. They've they've really gone after shit in that secondary, and and tried to patch things up there. Um, some a couple of these teams went bananas. Um, the Falcons, the Falcons went crazy. They re-signed their their right tackle Caleb McGarry. They re-signed uh, their offensive guard to huge money, five years, one hundred five uh, million dollars for Lindstrom. Jesse Bates is the number one, you know. Arguably number one um, DB. I love him, but four years 64 is a lot for a safety, man. So um, really good, really good, interesting trades we could talk about, too. Really good. I've got another free agent here, actually. I'm looking at through the list. I think just a funny one is the Jets letting Mike White go for uh, two years for eight million in Miami picks him up. They don't have a quarterback right now. I know they're going to get Aaron Rodgers, and I get that. Yeah, but Mike White killed it for I also... Yeah. You know, and it goes to Miami, and might kick their ass. About earlier, too. I, th- I think... Um, it's a weird move. I think Damian Harris for the Bills is a really good signing. That's a... Te- yeah, I hate that. I can't stand us. that he went to the Bills. He's going to kick our ass. Watch. But really, they needed a running back, too. Um, he's going to be disgusting Jalen Ramsey Bills. going to the Dolphins. Um, the Bears trade the number one pick to the to the Panthers. Um, I love that, that usually happens the these days, but that was oh that was a, they got a you haul. got all those picks back, and you brought in DJ Moore for Justin Fields, and now that wide receiver room who's over there, Mooney, him, and the Claypool. Yeah, yeah. They got oh, Nikhil Harry. Don't um, about him. And then there was a um, Harry still there, yeah couple other uh, trades dalvin cook was, uh, and stefan gilmore in separate deals getting sent to uh dallas those are good deals for dallas not dalvin cook um brandon cooks brandon cook dalvin cook with the dallas yeah. but no D- dalvin cook dude, oh dude, my God, dude i was gonna the say christ how did i miss that around you hear that same thing with austin eckler um yeah i heard that so Yeah, the teams are like, oh, you you want to you want to get out of your sick huge contract oh, when we can just draft someone for absolutely with, nothing? Um, Go for it. Not Michael Ryan's coming into to Houston. You like Eckler better than Dalvin? Dalvin. I like Eckler better, and he's getting paid half as much. Um, I like the Michael Ryan signing Jimmy Ward, bringing Jimmy Dalvin Ward over to Houston. That's a nice player, man. Um, they've done a lot. Yeah, they've done a lot of the familiarity from the locked up Tunsil. system. Uh, they traded for Shaq Mason. Um, they've done some pretty cool stuff. Uh, P- Paramen they brought in. Um, I am, but I like what they did. I mean, it's Robert Woods. Talking about the Texans. <sighs> I don't know if I like that deal. Two years. Can't stay on the field anymore. Yeah, I think it is. He looks like it's a over for him. Dalton Schultz they brought in. Yeah, he's been hurt yeah. for too many years in a row. Schultz is a Andre good. Dillard I mean, he he played well. I'm surprised Dallas won't keep one year deal. Andre Dillard, that one really confused me. I, I had to. I he was like, oh, I know that name squat. from from the draft from the Eagles, but I think he's only played. Mm. He's played like five games in his career, and he just got a Bizarre, thirty million dollar deal. Five games in, in his career. career. What, in wait, in his, is he a he's a tackle, a tackle yeah. right? How about the Chiefs? Yeah, letting their left tackle go so they can bring in. 
Jawan Taylor. As as. But they bring in left tackle and right tackle. Their Andrew Wiley went to Washington. Orlando Brown, Cincinnati, as JJ mentioned, and then they they paid went eighty million dollars for Cincinnati. Jawan Taylor. Cincinnati, is, right? just because he's younger. He's not really younger than Orlando. Uh, Jawan Taylor was in Brown Jacksonville. Cincinnati, and now they're and now well, Jonah Brown Williams went to Cincinnati. Cincinnati yeah. I mean, <laughs> Cincinnati, and it's like, oh, you know. Uh, of course he has. Maybe we should have talked about that. Yeah. Somebody's got to move to right tackle. Orlando Brown's been. They should talk about these things bef- he's a left with tackle. the player before they signed the, the other guys. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, hey, are you going to bitch? So. <laughs> think so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> some of the my my worst deals. I think Mike McGlinchey, I was a big fan of his coming out of Notre Dame. I think he's. I think he's kind of hey. a middling right tackle, and he got eighty-seven million, fifty mil guaranteed over five years. Yeah, big big deal. I don't know how the Broncos have yeah. any money, but they spent a lot of it this offseason. And then the other one that is a head scratcher for me is J- Jamel Dean. I don't I don't think he's a bad player, Auburn dude. I'm all I'm all in support. Uh, hmm. But what are the Buccaneers doing right now? I mean, do they have any prospects to be good in the next three years? And they're going to sign. A cornerback to a four-year, fifty-two million dollar deal. Plus, they were like had a real bad cap. Yeah, issues. I'm like, why? Yeah. I, I don't get it. And now, obviously, Devin White wants out because he wants a new contract. Uh, they bring back Levante David, which I think that's mm-hmm. just a yeah, a like, legacy like career move. He's a he's an all-time Buccaneer. Yeah. Uh, but but Jamel Dean, why, I don't I don't. You're at the top of the cornerback market for a team yeah. that's bad. I don't get it. Yeah. We should go for Devin White. I think we could poach God, I would him. Love Devin White. We'd probably get him from a reasonable draft pick. What, whatever Roquan hey, went for, which I think was a second. You could get him for a, like a third and a fourth. Did That's equivalent have, to a second usually. I liked. I was liking what the Giants were doing a lot. Yeah. They traded for Waller um, for a third round pick, the same hundred overall that I, I think they got for for Tony. Um, they they said that to um, Vegas. For Darren Waller, franchise tag Barkley. That's the new way with the running back. If you're going to draft a running back early, you get him for four, five years, and then you franchise tag him the last year, and then his career's over. Um, Daniel Jones. I mean, I, they had to do that. They were back in the yeah, right. corner. Davis, Okarike, Warrior. I can't say his name. And then they sign. They go out and sign as many scrub wide receivers as they could find. Um, Slayton, Shepard, Crowder, <laughs> Paris Campbell. Like, what are, what are we doing there? You know, get scratch all those names off and give me like, I don't know, DJ Chark. You know what I mean? Someone that uh, I don't know. So much better, yeah. Yeah, a couple of those guys might might be. I mean, Darius Slayton was good for them How about last Richie year. James? Paris Campbell had flashes. How about bring back Andy? Richie James? But again, you're just you know? nibbling. You're just nibbling. Yeah, he went to Kansas City. Richie James was really good for them. Punt returner, turn wide receiver. Yeah, Kansas City's just collecting tools at this point. McCole Hardman left. He goes, yep. he goes to New York to the Jets. Um, yeah, been a lot of movement. Just even just going over it right now, you're like, oh yeah, this is mm-hmm. Darren Waller, like big names getting moved around. Mm-hmm. Um, which leads 
to the next big event that's coming up in the off season. The draft oh, is in two weeks, two weeks from yeah. Thursday. We're recording this on Tuesday, the, the 11th. Well, wow. It's coming up real quick. quick. And uh, you already mentioned some of the draft trades that have happened. Plenty more yet to come. Patriots are sitting there at 14. And uh, I heard Tom Curran talking about um, what are their biggest needs at the top of the draft. And I think this is one of those drafts or this is what the, the position the Patriots are in where they don't have like a, it's not like they have no left guard like they did last year right. where it's like, you we need make... to get a left guard that can get coming in play. They don't have any of those positions. I don't know if they have any of those positions. I can't think of any off the top of my head. So it feels more like the, like the Nate Solder draft pick where it's like, okay, Matt lights getting older or like, this person's going to, towards free agency yeah. where they're going to backfill. So I think in that scenario role, where there's no like on. gaping need, you take the highest value position and the best player available. Um, so it's like a, you know, well, we're going to get into it. I don't want to spoil anything, yeah. but say, you know, Devin Witherspoon drops to 14 or something like that. That I think that's an easy, I think that's an easy pick. Um, but, you know, at the same time, <laughs> your, your tackles right now are Trent Brown and, and uh, Riley Reef. I'm, I'm imagining um, unless you want to move up, right? Yeah, definitely. Both I know. of which they'll both and be free agents Wenu, next year. Could not move to mention to a on the spot, older side. I think he'd automatically be better than both those guys at a more premium position. Um, I mean, then you're talking about maybe we we really need a tackle, and it's been a while since we've had a true franchise tackle. I think, I guess Solder was was the last one, but uh, it's you know. I mean, that's a that's a premium yeah. position, especially really left tackle light. on the blind side. I mean, there's yeah. wide receivers out there. I don't really love using 14 on a receiver in this draft. I I, I could think of one guy that you could use him on, and, and you wouldn't feel bad because the floor is so high on him. But um, <laughs> yeah, nice teaser. I mean, nice fuck. Teaser for if they really, if they really don't like Mac Jones, <laughs> <laughs> you know. They could fucking really, take a quarter. They, they could take a quarterback if they really. I don't see it happening, but I'm I'm just saying like it's not. No, that would be terrible. No way. I think they go tackle, man, but... receiver, or corner. Those are the three big ones. Unless somebody falls, well, they that's could do like one of those different. D tackles I mean, they do or DM different falls, things in the rest of the league. Can't pass that up. They could take. They do stupid you... shit. They'll probably trade down. Get another second take a linebacker. Nothing shocks me. Take a linebacker anymore. It's know, like, or, oh, I, we took. I wouldn't fucking... mind him taking a linebacker, but I wouldn't mind a trade down into the second round with and, and add a couple second and thirds, maybe one next year. That that wouldn't bother me because I feel like I like a lot of the players in the second round this year. Um, I'm just thinking. All right. What did, they they could take. Don't say They're just much. so bizarre. Like Teaser. I wouldn't be surprised Teaser. if they looked at Bijan Robinson at fourteen. Like they just do weird things. They could take a tight end there. Like McCourty's gone. They could take. They could take if. Um, I don't want to get too. I don't want to give too much away, but they could. You know. I think we're all getting at the fact that they will be unpredictable because it's not like two years ago when it was like, who the hell's going to play quarterback? We need to get a quarterback. Or, uh, 
however many years ago when it's like, all right, we, we really need some defensive line help because we're, we're yeah. at the, the cupboards bare right there. They have starting exactly, caliber yeah. players at most, if not every position. And now it's just a matter of, can you, can you find some elite skill level dropping to 14 or can you, I mean, if you have 11 picks and you already have 74 guys just... under contract, can you move up a couple spots? If you see Micah Parsons doing the same thing that he did a couple of years ago where he starts falling and Dallas moves up and grabs him. You mentioned Devon right. Witherspoon, terrific cornerback prospect. There's a couple edge players that might drop. You never know. I could see them doing anything. I could definitely dude, see them I hate trying to predict. End, Maybe second round tight end. I could see them doing yeah. anything. Dude, I really hope they don't take a do fucking tight end. Watch them trade Hunter Henry. Patriot sites and look surprise at me, people's dude. mock drafts. It's just such a fucking exercise in futility, man. Like, you don't know what they're going to do. You know, it's just good to know about everybody and be prepared because, you know, they're going to they're gonna take someone 10, 20, 30 fucking picks ahead of when you think he's going to go. And they're going to and they're going to try to force feed you that that was the best pick and he was going <laughs> to yeah. go next. And it's like, OK, all right. Well, you know. I can see this guy getting cut in two years too. Did you look at the twenty? Classic. You see the get uh, twenty nineteen class. I don't think there's a single player left. <laughs> yeah, I think we lost Jake Bailey and from our someone else. That's terrible. Oh boy. Yeah, it's a joke. And uh, and Damian Harris. Jake was Bailey Damian was Harris? the last one. Nikhil. He was in twenty nineteen. No, out the door. Yeah, twenty nineteen pick. Was he twenty nineteen? You got to do better there, man. It's this is the why. Yeah. This is why That's, our fucking. We got a lot of picks this year too. A lot of picks. They got to hit on a few guys. Make a difference. Yeah. 11, 11 chances. Uh, I'm sure they'll be moving up and down and around the board. Uh, probably some moving to next season as well. That wouldn't surprise me either. But yeah, we'll we'll mm-hmm. recap all of that and give give our predictions. Go pretty deep on some of the prospects, some of the fits mm-hmm. uh, that we see moving forward here. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that in it's our, be our next draft episode. But. It is. It is Christmas in April, bro. Ryan's uh, favorite time of year. We could do a mock too, if you guys want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Switch it up, man. Who? Someone. Yeah, we should. I, we did a mock last year. That was fun. Patriots. Right. Someone like planned it out. You're not getting them again this year. We got to. I think it was me. No, no. I got the Patriots well, last year. Look at it. Ranny started. Yeah. We did, oh, we did not do... game anything. Yeah. You were just pissed that you didn't get the Patriots. First overall this pick year is, is pretty easy. Kind of toss up. Um, usually, uh, this year people are starting to go that way. I think it's going to be Bryce Young. I don't know. I think it's locked in. People are starting to go that way. Yes, he's a special player. He's just tiny. It's one of those things. Uh, I'll, I'll give you my my uh, next episode, but okay. I'll, I have comparisons to him, man. for Bryce Young that I think are pretty spot on. Okay. Yeah. Before we jump off, just one more thing to touch on another legacy issue. Uh, Dante Scarnecchia, a guy, I've, I've thought this for a while about the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I don't know why it's like only head coaches. Like there are some all-time yeah. assistant coaches. Like uh, Jim Johnson, who was the, the Eagles blitzmaster defensive coordinator. Yeah. Yep. How about North yeah. Turner, who had some of the best offenses. He wasn't a great head coach, but he was a phenomenal yeah, offensive for... coordinator. There's like What's his name? Steelers defensive still talking coordinator. About coordinator. Oh my God. This Dick LeBeau, I think, got in. What's his name? Coach. Dick but... did... Yeah, but Dante Scarnecchia, he, he took over as the offensive line coach in the mid-'80s in New England. Assistant head coach, too, yeah, you yeah. know? 
but he was the offensive <laughs> line coach for over 30 years consecutively. He takes a retirement. They beg him to come out of retirement. He does. Gets another Super Bowl out of it. They were shockingly turns bad. The whole offensive turns line it around right. in a heartbeat. Uh, after the 2015, yeah, like two they weeks. were so bad in 2015, like they should have beat that Broncos team with, with Peyton Manning's noodle arm. Um, he comes back in. They immediately win a Super Bowl the next season, go on to win another one two years later. Uh, he's just one of those guys that need, needs some recognition for the amount of work he did. I mean, the amount of head coaching uh, groups that, that he survived in New England, everybody that signed on was like, yep, keep him. Yep, yep, keep him. Uh, and so he gets some recognition. Bob Kraft made it. I don't know how he does it. He's got like dictatorial ability over the Patriots Hall of Fame, but he's like, yeah, Dante Scarnecchi is in the Patriots Hall of Fame. So just like that. That's awesome. He's going to get his red jacket. Awesome. I'm glad they don't, well you know, he's an old yeah. guy too. It's Absolutely. Like, you like to see people get in before it's, it's too late. Um, it, it's fucking the, the a level of commitment to be around that long. And then uh, like clockwork, the team was struggling. They bring him back when he's just trying to retire, man, just stop calling me. And, and, and the proof's in the pudding that, that yeah. it just turned around <laughs> yeah. immediately. It's a guy's like some kind of guru. You know, where he just walks in there and he's like, all right, everybody cut the shit, you know? Yeah. Well, one of the stories of him, too, is like, I remember Matt Light talking about him. You listen to interviews about from Volmer, like, you know, different guys throughout um, his span. And they all said, like, they didn't understand how his coaching worked. They're like, it didn't really make any sense to any of us. Like, I can't teach you what he taught you and understand why it would work. Like, that's what I got out of all those interviews. It's like he would, he did, he knew something and no one else made sense of it, but yeah, it worked. He's a guru. And that's yeah, what it was. He's an yeah. offensive line savant in the body oh, of. I want him back. I want him I back, know, man. What does it cost to, to get him to come back? Just, <laughs> yeah. Tiny guy. What does it cost? I don't care how old he is, right? He's like seven. He's in the late Can he 70s. Speak? He's like mid 70s. If he can speak, Dante, I want him I want him back. back. You know? Speak. Get him wheel, wheel his <laughs> ass out. You can see tape. Right there, you go. <laughs> Not bad. All right, uh, this is a good catch up. We had a lot to go over on this episode. Next time, we will be fully focused on the NFL draft. Uh, and there's no, there's unless not anything else crazy, unless anything else to be like goes on. Um, yeah. Lamar. Have to be a Lamar. Lamar. Yep. All right. Well, we will sign off. Thank you all for listening, right, and we will you. talk to you quite soon. All right, guys. See you. Adios.